Geekazoid. DC's new plan to unveil all their movies over the next 10 years. And also, we're going to talk about the August release lineup. It is time to geek out with a brand new episode of Geekazoid, the show where we keep you on the loot of the fast-moving world of pop culture. My name is Jaden, or J-Rod, or J-Rod underscore HD, or whatever you want to call me, I'm going to be your pop culture geek guide as we navigate through this fandom that we love, which is the pop culture universe. Uh, however you are consuming this, whether you are streaming this, downloading this, podcasting this, whatever you call it, we appreciate your support. And if you're tuning in live, well, we want you to join in on the conversation. So whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, whatever you're on, feel free to leave a comment below and we want you to join the conversation. And who knows, you might get a shout out live on the show. So, right now, I want you to let me know, where in the world are you from? I'm going to pop over to the comments now. Our regular Abdullah is joining us. He says, hey, Jay, thank you so much for the support. Every single week you are on here. But I am not alone. No, 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 no. This show is jammed pack, and I need to have the most knowledgeable man in probably all of pop culture. Please welcome back to the microphone all the way from Melbourne. We have Dion. How you going, hey buddy? Hey guys, thank you so much for that warm welcome yet again. Never failing to just hype me up every time, Jay. So thanks for that. Hey guys, it's me again, Dion. Um, you guys might know me by Kingswell on TikTok or Kingswell on my Instagram. So I'm basically here to update you guys on the latest news and pop culture today. And we've got a lot of things to be telling you guys about, you know, with DC coming up with their 10-year plan, like the MCU, and we're just so excited to get right into it. Excuse me, I do cough a couple times in this live. I'm just recovering from the flu, but get ready because we've got a lot of exciting news to tell you guys. So let's go. A lot of exciting news. That's right. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, say hi to Abdullah. He's he's in the chat. He's always there. We appreciate the support. Uh, Unfortunately, our other co-host, Tay, cannot make it tonight. Um, So we hope Tay is is all well, and hopefully we'll see you really soon. And uh, Dion, don't worry if you cough, bro. uh, That was me last week. I had no voice last (laughs) week. And I was listening back to the uh, the, the audio, and I was like, ah, man, but it's fine. You sound a lot better than what I did uh, last week. And, um, but because Tay is not here, that means we have a very, very, very special guest. And I am uh, very happy to be sharing the screen one more time with a, a great friend of mine. Please welcome to the microphone. And for the first time live on Geekazoid, we've got Captain Fizzman! <laughs> Captain Fizzman, thank you so much for joining us on Geekazoid. Thank you for having me. Look, I may not be as pretty as Tay, but look, I can bring in the geekiness. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Fizzman, tell us, where can we find you uh, on the socials? Uh, you can find me everywhere at Captain Fizzman. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of that stuff. All that sweet stuff. And uh, look, we got a jam-packed show, like we were saying before, D was mentioning before. The state of the DC uh, EU is what we were talking about last week. And it's funny because as soon as we finished that podcast, like the very next day, the they very just next went, day the news drops straight they away. They drop. They go, 10-year yep. plan. This is what we're doing. So we're going to do some predictions and we're going to talk about if it is a good thing or not. Uh, like I said before, if you just joined us, this is a live show. We can see that uh, little weird guy has just joined us on YouTube. That is great because I figured out how to connect the live stream onto YouTube. So thank you so much yes. for testing that out. And Abdullah says, 
Hey, Fizzman. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys tuning hey, in. Enjoying the conversation. Uh, and speaking about <laughs> the conversation, right now we're going to be going over to my favorite part, or one of my favorite parts of the show, which is called Trending Topics. Here we go. <laughs> That was very loud in my eardrums, but uh, we're going to chuck it over now because this thing was making, uh, uh, doing the rounds on on the internet. We're talking about the Modoc fan-made design. Now, at first, I thought this was like confirmed concept art, but then later on, a couple of days later, I realized that this is somebody's fan art based off the character description that they got during um, Comic-Con. So, um, Dion, mate, I'm going to throw it over to you because you are the Marvel guy. Uh, tell me... Do you like this look of Modoc? It's very, very different to what we're used to seeing. Definitely very different. I mean, you can't make Modoc any less funny than he already looks. He's like a big floating egg, but it's giving me minion vibes right now. But again, Modoc has always been like one of those characters that don't look too menacing at first glance. But I feel like, you know, with the MCU and what they do, I feel like they could definitely make him. Uh, a menacing character to really join the MC if they really do it properly with I feel like if it's done by Taika Waititi there'll be a bit of a, a jerk to his <laughs> to his kind of costume and his design but I reckon if it's done like properly by like John Favreau or someone like that they can make him quite menacing he's giving me a kind of Doctor Doom kind of uh, facial expression as well a bit there yeah I heard that some people was maybe like uh fan theories online was that this is like a a helmet it's it's his face shield and it's not his you know his ultimate look like this might be a look that he has Fizzman, what do are you liking the look as well it's very different to what we're used to seeing it is it's very so if you've noticed that in the mcu they tend to like really modernize their military and kind of give a military feel to a lot of the costumes like captain america and Iron Man and all that stuff. So it feels very in with how the MCU is with their costuming and their art design. So it feels very much like it can it can fit into the MCU. I do want to ask Dion, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we kind of get Modoc in Captain America the Winter Soldier when they're in that uh, bunker? On the screen, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, that is correct. That's that's a really good catch. We did. A bit of a glance, maybe it's a bit of foreshadowing towards us getting Modoc finally in the MCU. But again, I feel like it's going to be not until probably late Phase 6 that we get Modoc. Not anytime soon, in my opinion. But it's definitely going to be an interesting character type character arc for Modoc because... I feel like the most I know from Modoc is from this really quirky TV show I watched as a kid called Superhero Squad. So I really want to see. I haven't really read much comics about Modoc, so this will be interesting to see. <laughs> I saw also online, and I don't know if this is 100% because it's on the internet, of course, but they were mentioning that the le- uh, Yellow Jacket, apparently the actor that played Ooh. Yellow Jacket is playing Modoc in this and that apparently he's lost in the quantum realm and then this is how he survived or he's been okay. somehow warped during that time. So that's why he's got a, a, a larger head. But like I said, these are all fan, fan theories. And uh, if you know anything else, uh, I'm talking about the, the listeners, join the conversation. We want to hear about it. We're just going to jump over to the next one now because we have a stacked trending topics and we're going to be talking about the Sonic 3 
movie and it gets yes. an official uh release date it, it, this movie's coming out in 2024 the the sonic universe is expanding um i actually really enjoyed watching the very first sonic uh and the second movie was really impressive as well and i took my godson to see sonic and he loved it and i loved it as well because i grew up like sonic 2 was the first video game i think i ever played on the sega mega drive um but yeah to see sonic 3 and i think we've had that's probably in the in the last maybe six years we're gonna have three sonic movies and and, and they all and they all kick ass um Fizzman, have you seen sonic or played sonic or sonic fan in general? Uh, i have played sonic uh i remember playing it on game boy Advance and um on the xbox <laughs> and all that stuff. Actually, a funny thing, when it comes to Sonic, I remember uh, Mr. J-Rod here uh, decided to go to the Sonic premiere instead of the game show uh, back in, oh. like, 2020. Yes, yes, the very first one. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, I, like I said, Sonic. I, I, oh, of course, I love Sonic. Sonic. And, like, I, I remember just seeing, like, all the pictures from the premiere where it had the donuts here that were gold to represent yep. the rings and everything. And, no, it was pretty cool. It was very, very cool. Yeah, Dion, how about yourself, mate? Sonic fan? Uh, I didn't grow up with, the, with Sonic or anything. I feel like I, I was too young to really grow up with the OG games and like, <laughs> you know, the Sega, like you said. But um, one thing I've really noticed about the movies itself is, I don't know the actor's name. Uh, he also plays Cyclops in the original X-Men movies, but I feel uh, like he's always talking to imaginary animals. Yeah, good. that guy, yeah. He's always talking to imaginary animals. Have you watched, have you watched that movie called Hoff? Like, it's, it's so many memes about it, yeah. <laughs> Like he's just good at he's just good at looking at nothing and interacting with the motion. He's very good at that. Winnie the Pooh. We need him right next to Winnie the Pooh, and that I'll, my life will be complete. <laughs> hey, he should be in uh, the MCU because he could really bounce oh. off Rocket and Groot and all that sort of that stuff. That is so true. Yeah. Um, when Sonic. Well, Green? I'm sorry, sorry. You go. No. Well, I mean, if we are talking about the MCU, apparently there is a contract that uh, Fox can't recast actors who played X-Men to like 2025. So we may see James oh, Marsden wow. return as Cyclops in the MCU if they wow. get it done in time. Wow, they could that do that. pretty exciting. Don't jump over to the MCU just yeah. yet because <laughs> um, just talking about Sonic 3, uh, if you if you watched Sonic 2, you would have seen right at the end, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, but um, if, you're, if you're watching the show, you obviously uh, have seen this or know about this or it's been wrecked for you already online, but Shadow is going to be in Sonic 3. And the reason why Keanu is there uh, is because fans have already cast him to voice shadow so um could we see that it's you know i i guess um you know the studio uh definitely listens to its audience because remember when we saw that really dodgy looking version of sonic and oh, then <laughs> you know and and then the studio went we're, we're listening to you guys and we yeah, we want this movie to be sonic. Yeah, like, didn't they do a great job at just, like, you know, getting on side of the fans as well? So, look, I'd love to see um, Keanu voice Shadow. That'll be awesome. Just going to chuck over to the chat really quickly. Abdullah says he loves Sonic, played old Sonic on the PC and consoles, and used to watch the cartoon Sonic X. I forgot about Sonic X. Um, yeah, very, very cool. And, yes, he loves Shadow as well. Um Terry, little weird guy, says, still need to see the second one. And I'm telling you guys, you really have to see the second one. Also, little weird guy was just talking about the Modoc series. Yes, that's right. Uh, Patton Oswald, he voiced it in the short-lived 
animated series. Did you guys happen to catch that um, Modok series? It was like a comedy. Um, I think it was stop motion. I think the animation was. Did you guys happen to catch that at all? I'm not sure if it actually is on Disney Plus. I feel like it was like a, a Hulu or something like uh, special like that. I do think it was on Disney Plus. I mean, the most yeah. recent iteration of Murdoch I saw was from the Avengers game. Yes, that's right. And a lot of people weren't giving sense. it a lot of love. A lot of people were like, why are you showing us Murdoch? We don't like him. And then the show lasted a series and, and everyone was like, we, we don't like this. And then now that he's in Ant-Man and the Wasp, the quantum mania, whatever I love how it's that's called, all interconnecting together, yeah, yeah, and now everyone's like, yes, we finally get Modox is getting some love, and it's just like he got love in the in the game, and you guys hated it. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Can anyway. I just say back to back to Shadow though? I feel like another great voice actor for Shadow was the voice actor that did Ultron, which was James Spader. He's got such a menacing voice. I feel like he would definitely nail the role for Shadow. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But you know, if you want those fanboys to buy those tickets, oh, anything yes. with Keanu in it, like he's voicing. Oh, one hundred percent. We love Keanu. He, he's in the DC Super League, uh, Super Pets, and he's voicing. Oh, who's he voicing? Right, he I, is, can't yeah, I can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah, it will come to me. If you guys know, let us know in the comments below. All right, we're jumping over to some Marvel news now. Uh, my boy, Anthony. Ramos, if you guys have seen In the Heights or if you're fans of Hamilton, uh, Anthony Ramos is uh, has been cast, which we knew that he was involved with a uh, MCU project, but now we've seen some stills release. He is the hood in Marvel's Iron Heart. Uh, Dion, you've been following this pretty closely, right? Uh, in terms of like Marvel's releases and stuff like that? For Marvel's Iron Heart, I. Uh- all I know so far is that we're going to be obviously seeing her in Wakanda Forever, which is going to be quite exciting. I've actually seen a leak. I don't know if we're allowed to uh, talk about this or even show it show it at all, but there's actually been a leak for an enhanced suit for Ironheart that has Wakanda, Wakandan technology, if that's the right term. For Not this suit. one, is it? Oh, I don't know if it's that one, but it has, okay. it has like the Wakandan symbol in it, and it's with her own armor combined, and it looks really badass, so... It's going to be quite exciting seeing that in Wakanda Forever. But as for this, this is news to me. So this is quite exciting. That is awesome. Sorry, just jumping over. I just saw that Abdullah said Keanu is voicing Batman in the DC. Uh, and that makes sense voicing, because I was Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. He's voicing who, sorry? Uh, IMDB lists him as Bruce Wayne, not, not oh, Batman. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. And it's funny because I thought Bat Hound, but that's obviously Kevin Hart. So yeah, Batman, <clears throat> perfect. That's great. Um, do we Are we liking this Iron Heart suit here? Like this doesn't look like it's the Iron Heart. It's like War Machine vibes kind of. It is, isn't it? Maybe it's like a, it might not be mm. the suit. It could be a suit. Um because it's not really like it's what nice we're used to see them to using like actual you know uh, costumes again, and, and not so much CGI like they did with Endgame for for uh, Tony's suit, which is yeah. pretty much just CGI and just a chest plate. <laughs> but that's kind of cool, just seeing it, seeing it, just like the old Iron Man movies, with you can actually see them building the suit on set. How about you, Fizzman? Are you liking the the look of the costume or the suit? Let's call it. It is very reminiscent, and it might just be the helmet of Master Chief. You yeah. know, and it also reminds me a bit of Anthem, that game as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, and what about uh, Anthony Ramos's character, The Hood? Are we liking the um, 
the look of it. Just if you guys are listening onto the podcast version, we do a live uh, video uh, stream of this and we're looking at visuals now. So make sure you double, uh, definitely check out the, the video version of this or join us when we're live as well. But sorry, Fizzman, just going back to this. this. The costume doesn't look as difficult to cosplay if you wanted to cosplay this, yeah. right? Just <laughs> just have to grow a bit of facial hair, get a little red riding hood, like, you know, hood and, and you should be sweet, right? Yeah, it's very, very, uh, very reminiscent of like medieval times. Like something you could definitely yeah. like pull together, like different pieces uh, from the internet. It actually, before I saw it from Ironheart, I was like, "Wait, is DC doing like a Batman Arkham Azrael series?" Uh, because ah. <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm like, "Wait, he looks like he's from the Arkham games." Cool shout, cool shout. And apparently, um, he might be also involved in the um, Agatha's. Uh, show that's coming on to Disney Plus. Apparently, she's meant to be the master, and he's like the apprentice or something like that. Because Ironheart's meant to have a lot of like, Ooh, it's meant to be like, happening. yeah, because Ironheart's all about the magic versus the science, and like you know, building the the link between the two. Um, so that'll be interesting to see, and also it'll be interesting to see if um, he makes a little cameo or you know, an end credit scene at the end of uh, Wakanda Forever. That would be really cool to to tie that in because we got the teaser of Ironheart being in in that movie as well. Just going to show this before we move over to our next slide. But your boy got to meet uh, Anthony Ramos when I was hey. in America for the uh, for the uh, In the Heights movie. Can I just say this guy super super talented. It was a it was a pleasure to meet him. He was a, a gentleman, and just to see his career, especially after in the Heights, just blow up. It is really really cool, and I and I can't wait to see this guy and his journey through the uh, MCU. Um, going over to some more Marvel news because we love talking about Marvel just in general. Uh, have you guys seen that this fella? I mean, I just know him from Breaking Bad. This is an um, absolute king right here. We love Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, oh. he's one of the best actors right now. I just can't get over talking about him. Like this, this guy. Every role he plays, he he masters it. He's so, so, so Breaking Bad. Uh, mm -hmm. He's also in Far Cry Six. He's the main villain in that. Uh, he's yep. also in uh, The Mandalorian as well. Mandalorian? Um, yep. He's also in uh, Better Call Saul, which obviously he's playing the same character as the Breaking Bad and character. And the boys as well. And the boys as well. Yep. This guy is, is there nothing? They that should this make guy... like a like a multiverse for Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> at this point. All the variants that he that he plays. That's that's what Secret Wars is. It's just all his characters. That's that's Pretty what it's much, going to yeah. be. But um, so the story is, and the rumor is, is that he's had talks with Marvel. But what character in particular, we don't know. But people are tossing around two characters in the mm -hmm. MCU that haven't actually been introduced to the MCU properly yet. And they're talking about Magneto and they're also talking about Professor X. Could you see that him being, you know, in the X-Men universe or are you seeing him in a, in a different sort of character? Dion, I'm going to throw like, it over to you, buddy. I feel like with, with Professor X, fans are very up and down about that right now. Like he could definitely play a great series character, but I feel like there'll be a, he needs a bit more range to play Professor X, and in, in terms of, I feel like there's there's, you need more more of a personality to play Professor X. I feel like with hmm. with his type of, like the way he acts, it's more so serious, menacing characters. Whereas Professor X is more, 
or it's it's hard to explain. But it's hard. well, and it. you know what? Because yeah. you're so used to him playing the villain, and that's why a lot of exactly. people are saying yeah. Magneto, Fizzman. We chime in on this, buddy. Have, are, are you a fan? Um, have you played Far Cry Six, or have you seen the, his you know his role in the Mandalorian? Let us know. Or, or I... do you cast him as a totally different character? Is he the new <laughs> Captain America? Is is that what he's going to be? <laughs> no, no, no. Sam Wilson will always be Captain America. Um, <laughs> I actually know him from Storybrooke because he, uh, once upon a time, because he played the um, Magic Mirror in, um, right. yeah, so true. back in the day. Um, wow. I know a lot of people, and it's because I've like, been scrolling over TikTok, and when this news got announced, a lot of people are like, he can't play Magneto. Like, because <laughs> it's just a lot of people are very much uh, on Marvel's back about the way, about like the ethnicity of their characters specifically with Wanda. So they're like, they want someone who's more true to the character. Um, I would like to see him probably as like a professor X from like another, um, another universe or even um, yeah, that's really the only person I could kind of see him playing. Like, I think he could add more depth to professor X than what we already have. He could, and, and and like you just mentioned before, like him playing Magneto and the whole backstory of him, like in a World War Two, and that the whole reason why he hates the human race and that the mutants are the future and all that sort of stuff, he, he doesn't fit that. And there's no way that they can really rewrite that story as well because that is who Magneto is, right? So that's why I guess Professor X, yeah, he could fit that. And why not? Like he's a great actor. He he can, I'm sure he can play... Um, the good guy, uh, little weird guy says he can see him voicing Mr. Sinister. And this is the other thing as well. Like there are so many X-Men villains out there that haven't even been seen on the screen. Like I have been an Omega, uh, Omega Red fan for such a long time because of the 90s X-Men comics, but we haven't seen him on the screen yet. So I'm hoping There's that so we get to see him. just delve into when it comes to the X-Men universe. There's so many characters. Oh, so I feel like so for, many characters. For... I was going to call him Gustavo Fring for a second, my bad. But, um, <laughs> I feel like he could play Norman Osborn, honestly. He could play a really good Norman oh, Osborn. Oh, that's a good shout. Yeah. That's a good shout. Okay. Green Goblin, mm, I don't know, but Norman Osborn, definitely. Right. Okay, that's a good shout. All right, we're going to leave Actually, that there. Actually, because... a character who I just thought of. Yeah. Um, Trask, who created the uh, Sentinels. Oh, yes. Is it is it Trask or is it Tusk? Trash. or is it? It, it is. Oh, and, and we saw him in um, Days of Future Past, right? Yeah. Um, Played yes. by Peter Dinklage. There you go. Very good. It could it could be as well. Okay. Um, yeah, very nice. If you guys can can fan cast him, uh, here we go. Um, little weird guy says Omega Red played a cameo in Deadpool 2. Did he really? Did I miss that? I must have missed that. Uh, Abdullah said he can play and act any character. 100% he can. Uh, we're going to chuck it over to this next bit of news because uh, Paramount Plus has been around for a whole year and um, and they, they've, they've turned one. Time has gone by so fast. Do you know that we are in August and it's 2022, guys? Like, this year is going by that so is fast. Is that incredible? Um, are you guys subscribed to Paramount Plus at all? Yep. I was Fizzman. for a bit. But Sorry, no, Dion. I can't remember. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Daryl, I'm just going to chuck it over to Fizz. Fizz, are you Paramount Plus? Are, yep. you, are you a subscriber? I'm a long-time subscriber. When I first hit Australia, I was like, I, I subscribed. Because like, it brings, like, mainly for the iCarly reboot. That was mainly the <laughs> reason why I joined. Valid, um, so valid. 
But it's just, it's just, uh, it's so much content, and I just, I, I, I just love being able to watch any like all these old Nickelodeon shows that I oh. never really watched as a kid. Trust me, the reason why I've got it is because of Nickelodeon, SpongeBob. Uh, my niece, Aluna, absolutely loves SpongeBob, and I'm the reason for that. So every time she comes over, we're watching SpongeBob or the SpongeBob musical, which you definitely need to watch, Viz Man. Sorry, Dion, I cut you off before, buddy, but tell me, um, Paramount Plus, are you a subscriber, or is there any shows on it that you uh, are intrigued to watch? I used to be for a couple months. Uh, I'm pretty sure Avatar The Last Airbender is on Paramount yes. Plus. Yes, so that's, that's definitely right. something I just I loved watching with my friends. That's a show that really hit, you know, hit, hit, hits home for me because it's what I grew up watching. So that show never gets old for me. Um, as you said, SpongeBob SquarePants, like you can watch it at any age that you want. It's just it's a classic. But I reckon for me, it's it definitely was uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender that really got me to get Paramount Plus. Yeah. Oh, look, don't get it twisted. Like there are some great original movies on there as well. Um, like the I think a couple of weeks ago or a month ago uh, Natasha and I watched uh, Jerry and Marge Go Large which is like the professional uh, lotto players and that was a great film really enjoyed that we just watched the whole Godfather trilogy on on there oh, as well yes. which we really really enjoyed as well uh, and I was very lucky enough hold on I, I might go a bit quiet for a second I was very lucky enough for Paramount to send me over a really nice uh, celebratory cake to celebrate. I'm just going to share my uh, my day with you guys today because I got to film this really cool uh, bit of content. So just check just check this out. Everything's broken. I don't think it's going to go off. Five minutes later. Can I look at it? No. Get the Yes. Oh my gosh, it's real oh. cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was real cake. 100% it was real cake. So, uh, yeah, so cool. I, I, I had a, a very special delivery at the front door. Uh, real cake. It was a confetti cannon that didn't work. So, I was like, I had like one of my cameras on like slow-mo capturing and uh, and, it, and it didn't go off. So, but that's right. Lucky for the magic of editing and Final Cut Pro, we, we made the confetti fall yes. down. So uh, guys, definitely uh, happy birthday to uh, Paramount Plus. Congratulations on the the first year. And I cannot, I cannot wait to see what you guys uh, deliver us over the next year. So uh, yeah, happy birthday. Do you guys want to wish them happy birthday? Let's do it all together. Ready? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from one streaming service to another. Like I said, this 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 trending topics uh, is is jam packed, and we're going over to Disney Plus. The the price raise. Oh my goodness! It feels like every streaming service is going up in price. And this Fizzman, was inevitable at this point. I oh, feel like. and you know what? Like, fair enough. They they've got so much content to deliver. It it's it's no surprise that the price is going up, and I'm. Yeah, like, but what price? Uh, we're not sure really officially in Australia yet. We know some US prices, but Fizzman, you were um, just before on the internet trying to find out some of these prices. So um, is there anything that you've discovered or you were saying before that there's like a an ad version and a non-ad version? Yes. Help us out. So there's Disney Plus, Disney Plus Basic, which will be about the same platform, but it would include ads. And that's going for about... Um, Seven ninety nine a month in the US, uh, okay. which would be about like ten eleven dollars AD. 
Um, and the okay. app free version will be about ten ninety nine a month, so eleven dollars, which would be about eighteen nineteen dollars um, okay. AED, close to about twenty bucks. Yes, because I think at the like when Disney Plus started, it was eight dollars or nine dollars a month, and then mm-hmm. they raised it up to I think it was maybe ten or twelve. Um, but mm. obviously, if you get the the year subscription, it works out to be a lot cheaper than the month, which is quite common with all the the streaming platforms. But um, but yeah, now jumping up to like eighteen dollars, oh! And then when you add on Paramount Plus and then Netflix and then binge and then whatever else you're subscribing to, oh, uh, Dion, I mate, like tell with me all the with all the assets that Disney owns, like I feel like this is bound to happen because Disney is like a monopoly right now, just owning all these companies, all these all these franchises that I feel like their price upping the price for Disney Plus is understandable. It's gonna make a little people annoyed about that because they're so used to paying a decent price that's beating other streaming services, but you know, companies gonna make their money somehow. So this is I feel like this is bound to happen. So people gotta get prepared for it. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And um and look, I guess because also Disney Plus, they're doing something that other streaming platforms aren't doing, where Fizzman, you chimed in last week in the chat and told us that after like forty five days we get movies. Like mm-hmm. Light Years on there now, yeah. four will be probably coming soon. And then also yeah. we're getting like original quality movies from Pixar and like the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movies and stuff like that. Like these movies are like movies that I would see in the cinema and cinema tickets are like $20 anyway. So, um, you know, you might as well pay $20 for the month and and you get the whole uh, network for the whole month. So, I mean, it it makes a lot of sense. Abdul is chiming in. He's just saying that I only watch Disney Plus and Netflix. Let us know in the chat below what else are you subscribed to as well because we'd love to know. Um, we better keep going, guys, because we've got, it's been half an hour and we're still on the trending topic. So uh, let's uh, let's kick it over to Dion. A bit of news that you would love to talk about, and before you chat about it, I've never actually seen an episode of Cobra Kai. I am so sorry no. to everyone listening. Oh, and we just lost what all these viewerships. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm in the same boat, Jaden. Oh, so um, Dion, educate us. You know Tell what? us. Let's- Let's make a trade right now. I will watch the Lord of the Rings series if you guys watch Cobra Kai. Because oh. I, I haven't I haven't watched them yet, so you know, I, I'm in that same boat of being uncultured right now. So with with Cobra Kai, it's obviously based off the original Karate Kid trilogy, uh based in the eighties. That that trilogy uh it was a bit I guess based on just critics' ratings, it was like a bit up and down, but personally I loved it. I don't know if it's I never grew up with the with the movies. I watched them only like a couple of years ago. But I feel like it's a solid trilogy. And then Cobra Kai is like, the Karate Kid movies are here and Cobra Kai is like up here. It's like, it just keeps getting better every season. And um, especially with them rep- getting characters reprising their roles again from the 80s. It's like, it's kind of like a No Way Home kind of style. Like they're, they're bringing mm. things to hype it up uh, more and more. And this character here that we're showing you right now is Mike Barnes, which is uh, played by Sean Kane, and I'm pretty sure. And um, essentially he's one of the the bad guys in karate kid three mm-hmm. and he's going to be coming back because he's essentially he's under he's under the mentor that basically messed with i can't oh he's like his name's on top of my head but basically the main character he was basically the one that beat him in karate kid three so ah, him coming okay. back is going to be quite quite interesting he's got fans on edge because of the cliffhanger that happened in season four if you guys know what i'm talking about then you'll know but it's it was insane. They've got so many characters reprising the roles, except for obviously uh, 
the master, of course, which the the, the actor unfortunately died in the early two thousands, yes. so yes. he can't come back. But this is gonna be fans are so anticipated for the new season to come out at the end of this year, so I can't wait. Well, I look, it's it's a show that I want to watch. It's just a show that I'll need to, you know, f- find time exactly. to watch. And and and, and I, I do want to watch it, but I I need to go back and watch the original movies, I guess, to really appreciate what's happening in Cobra Kai and the TV series. Fizzman, I know you haven't watched uh, Cobra Kai or maybe even The Karate Kid, but there is something that you are definitely all over, my friend. Uh, And when we were talking about trending topics, you're like, we have to talk about this. And, uh, mate, the floor is yours. Tell us, what are we looking at? Hogwarts Legacy have dropped a couple of uh, extra footage for this week. Tell us about it. Guide us through they it. They have. Uh, so at a most recent tech expo, they showcased a bit of Hogwarts Legacy. So we got this footage and we got some uh, shots of character customization, which is very, very exciting. It seems to be very expensive. So it's not just um, your typical character customization where you'll have uh, like clothes and facial features. Like you can determine personality types and like even their sexual orientation and like where they are on the spectrum. So it is being very inclusive, which if you are familiar with the Harry Potter fandom and its creator, it's like there has been a lot of controversy associated with the creator. So it's very much of making it that anyone, regardless of what you identify as, or like who you are as a person can join the world of Hogwarts and absolutely live your dream as a witch or a wizard. Or both. So, or both. That is so cool. I'm really excited for this game to be released. Uh, Dion, sorry, mate. There's a question for you there from Little Weird Guy. Um, the question for Dion, would you like to see Hilary Swank make an appearance in Cobra Kai? Hillary Swank was in. That is quite a good question. So Hillary Swank was in the 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 movie's called The Next Karate Kid, so which is essentially Karate Kid Four. That movie was the critics basically shout on that movie that no one really talks about it. It's just a forgotten movie, but um, it's not really part of the original trilogy. But she was like the main Karate Kid per se in that movie. Oh, so not but, so yeah. not the Jackie Chan and um, no 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 Jaden that, that, Smith. That's a 2010 movie, which actually I enjoyed it. That movie is really good. But um, this movie is just, no one talks about it. It's just some really uh, cheaply made 90s Karate Kid movie. <laughs> it still had the the same master in it, but I, I guess it was just more of like a way to make, make money kind of thing. They didn't right. really put time into it, but I don't think she'll be coming back unless they want to stuff up the Cobra Kai. <laughs> right. Well, little weird guy, do you want to see Hilary Swank uh, make an appearance in Cobra Kai? I guess anything is possible and uh boys a sigh of relief because that is the end of the trending topics <sighs> wow we got through that it was jam-packed but i i, I really do, because when i ask everybody in the chat like uh in, in our personal chat i go okay trending topic let's go and when you guys chuck it in i learn stuff as well because i've got my feed and it's curated for me and all that sort of stuff but then when you guys start adding your own stuff i'm like I'm learning something as well listening to this. It's really, really good. All right. We better have a little bit of a break. And uh, we're going to throw it over to to Fizzman. What? Yep. But you're here. And we're throwing it over to you. How does that work? It's a live (laughs) trivia. It's his variant. Oh, we should have done a live trivia. But you know what? We'll have a bit of a drink break. Guys, grab a drink. Go to the bathroom if you need to now. But don't miss these questions, okay? And you've, you've done a little bit of a different... Uh, trivia for us. So uh, I'm going to throw it over now to the variant of Captain Fizzman with your weekly 
Trivia. Geekazoid. What is up, everyone? It is Captain Bisman here, ready to bring you some more trivia. I'm going to mix it up a bit. I am going to give you some quotes. Uh, these are from uh, well-known books, films, etc. Um, but they're all related to pop culture. So today it is Star Wars, Marvel, and Harry Potter. Okay? So, are you ready for this? Do you remember everything you need to know about Harry Potter, Marvel, and Star Wars? If so, let's go. Okay, quote one. This is from Marvel. I can do this blank. Once again, I can do this blank. You think you know it? Okay, this is from Star Wars. This is where... Blank. Once again, this is where... Blank. And then finally, for my Harry Potter fans out there, there's no need to call me Sir... Blank. You can get out. Once again, there's no need to call me Sir... Blank. Let me know how you do in the comments, and I will see you very soon for the answer. I can do this all day. Oh, and we're back. I, I think I know that one, but uh, the very last one, that one stumped me a bit. I can see you guys in the chat, uh, in the live chat, um, leaving your answers, which is great. I'm not going to share them just yet because I want to give some of you guys the opportunity to answer them. So a big thank you to uh, Captain Fizzman for... Uh, Every week, without fail, Captain Fizzman delivers the Captain Triz man. I tried to make that work. I stuffed up. Sorry, man. I tried to make that really work. But um, Captain Captain Fizzman, Captain Quit. I mean, you literally penned the name. I did, Captain Captain Fizzman, Captain Quizman, Captain High Vizman. And also Captain Guzman, because we went to Guzman y Gomez that time. Yes, that's right. So, um, yes, and that was in Melbourne. We we did all that in Melbourne um, at, was it PAX or Comic-Con? Yeah, or Anyway, so Dion, we'll be down there hopefully very, very soon to join you and, and come up with some awesome. random stuff. Yes, come um, to Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, here we go. Little weird guy says Captain Quizman. Yes, I should have been on that. I was trying to make trivia work and all that. But um, by the way, Fizzman, congratulations on your run in uh, Beauty and the Geek. We saw you on Channel 9 nearly every single night for the last month. Fantastic work. Congratulations. And, we, and we're very happy to have you part of the Geekazoid team and our, our guest co-host for today. So really do appreciate it. And you're doing a mighty fine job there. Um, little weird guy says, yes, bring on PAX. And uh and and Trisman Abdullah says there. All right, we need to because because this show is 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 going for a very long time, and I've got dinner ready for me, and and we're we're only halfway through the show, so we need to talk about DC's ten year plan. Is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? And everyone's entitled to their own opinion, a hundred percent. But uh, but what we're going to be talking about is what they've done with existing projects. They've scrapped them. Well, they scrapped most of them, and they're going to be planning for the future. Uh, Dion, they're going to try and do what Marvel Studios did, and yep. successfully, might I add, as well. And don't get me wrong, DC, Warner Brothers, I love uh, Man of Steel. Love, love Man of Steel. I'm not a massive Superman fan, but the Man of Steel 
definitely made me a big Superman fan, and I loved it. And I loved seeing his, you know, his his role in in Justice League, and also Zack Snyder's Justice League, and all his other cameos as well, and Batman vs Superman. But tell me, is this good, or are we have we gone too far now? What's what are your thoughts, and what have you heard online as well, Dion? I I feel like this is definitely a good plan. I feel like they've finally come to their senses. DC, the DC universe is just as good as the Marvel Universe in terms of comics, if not better sometimes in their stories. So knowing that they're going to finally make an MCU kind of style, you know, 10-year plan to really build up the character development from every single character have their origin stories to really have that sense of, you know, favoritism for whatever character that really uh, bonds with you the most. For example, like Iron Man or Spider-Man in the MCU, that could be like your Superman or The Flash in DC Comics. So this is definitely a really good plan. You know, they've had some great movies, like you said, Man of Steel was amazing. I love that movie. That's like definitely, I think, Zack Snyder's probably his best movie from the DC movies that he's made. It's a solid origin story, and I really enjoy that one. Wonder Woman 1, that, I think that is my favorite DC film from the DC universe. That was beautifully made. Um, so I feel like they have so much potential if they really take their time to really build the universe up and do this properly. So it's really promising. Fizz Man, are you a fan? What's your, who's your favorite DC character first of all i i have a i have an idea of who it is but uh tell us who's your favorite uh my favorite male dc character is nightwing and my favorite female character is black canary black uh, but... canary yes canary. tell us tell us more tell us more just everything about her just like the way just just her whole persona and everything is just it it is just Ah, it makes my heart just scream so much. Like, I, uh, I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited that they haven't scrapped the Canary project, the Black Canary spin-off on HBO Max. That's still in in development. It's still going ahead. I'm very happy about that. Like, Birds of Prey is probably one of my favorite DC films, mainly because of Black Canary, but also because it was very different for DC. Like. Not just in terms of like the characters involved, but also like the crew and everyone behind it. Like it was probably like DC, one of DC's most most diverse films and gave representation for like nearly everyone. And I think that's what we need because we we've been so attuned and so used to seeing like all these male superheroes like taking over and like that's sort of been a main thing in pop culture and the media. But now seeing like minorities getting represented and like all these different characters who are just as amazing as superman batman and wonder woman just get their time on the screen is just so beautiful i will have a i'm gonna put a controversial opinion i think what dc does better is animated i think hmm. That, that's where they really shine, and with animated films, you have more flexibility in what you can do. Like, you're not having to rely on CGI as much, because you're, you're working in art. You're, necessarily, you're not necessarily working with actual, like, real people. You're very much working with art, so, like, the possibilities of what you can you show... You have more creative freedom. Endless. Exactly! More yeah. creative freedom. I, I also think that is because, as well, the animated movies or series or whatever that you want to call them they're directed and they're aimed towards the fans so it's all fan service right where with these big budget 
Hollywood blockbusters. Yes, they are directed at the fans as well, but they're also meant to entice your everyday person and also people that have no idea what a Black Canary is or what a Black Adam is or what a Harley Quinn is. It's like it's the movie's job to introduce you to them. And and sometimes that's really hard because like we're like, we already know who this is. Like we've been following this person for the last 20 years or whatever. And, and, and you know, like, they're not aiming the movies towards us, which is totally fine. But Marvel did a great job at that. And, and they always add in little you know, details and all that. And, and DC does as well, like in um, Batman vs Superman. And we saw, you know, like a couple of like Easter eggs in the background and they were teasing like, you know, the characters for the Justice League and all that. Like they have the potential to do it. I think the only downfall that DC have is that they don't have their own studio. Like Marvel has Marvel Studios, yeah. okay? And, 100%. and they have their Kevin Feige looking after the property. So Kevin's there going this all into you know it's all connected as as the saying is it's cliched it's all connected right I get it. But um but DC don't really have that. It's almost like here's our man of steel. Oh, Marvel's doing this. Okay. Oh, here's our Justice League, but Marvel took like 5 years to build up their Justice League, well their Avengers I should say, where DC just went, "Oh, that that made a lot of money." We can make a lot of money too, and we'll just introduce all our other Justice League members in one movie, and you know, hope that it works. And the Zack Snyder's version of Justice League would have worked. It was meant to be two movies, and everybody knew that from Comic Con. It was meant to be two, part one, part two, Justice League, and we didn't get that for whatever reason. And a reason could be because uh, DC Films, their president, um, reportedly almost quit over the Batgirl cancellation. And this is Walter Hamada, right? And everyone is saying that he is no good for DC and Warner Bros because the whole thing with, um, oh, I'm going to forget his name, who plays Cyborg again? Do we do we know the actor's name? Ray Fisher. It, thank you very much, Ray Fisher. Apparently the whole allegation with him and, 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 and Josh Whedon and that whole, um, yeah. you know, thing, apparently um, the president of uh, DC Films was turned a blind eye to it, ignored it and all that sort of stuff and basically blacklisted uh, Ray Fisher. So um, a lot of people are happy to see um, Walter leave. Apparently, (laughs) this is the story online. I don't know how true it is, but apparently he was ready to leave. Like once Discovery took over uh, and they went, yeah, we're canceling all these DC properties. Apparently, uh, Walter wanted to leave. (laughs) The internet was like, good, let him leave. But then apparently they... Warner Brothers kept him and said, don't leave until Black Adam is released or something like that. And everyone's like, oh, we almost got a new president to look after this whole DC films. And um, so anyway, there, there is still time. That, who knows what's going to happen at the at the end of Black Adam. Um, but they need their own Kevin Feige. Uh, let's do prediction time now. Are they going to continue on with Henry Cavill and just try and fix everything up? Or are they going to just wipe it clean and start fresh because the other rumor is as well. Apparently, um, Black Adam is rumored to be the Thanos of the DCEU, and they're, they're trying to build him up to be that sort of character. Dion, I'm going to throw it over to you, buddy. Theories, things that you want to see, um, or things that you think they need to do to fix up the DCEU. I feel like just going back to the whole ten-year plan for DC is definitely a good foundation for them to really redeem themselves from. The movies that's done pretty badly, not just with fans, but the box office as well. Um, you saying that Black Adam could be like the Thanos of the DCEU is quite interesting. I haven't thought about that, but that definitely sounds like something that DC could uh, definitely do. And 
I feel like that could also build up to Darkseid probably being, you know, built up during the 10 years because Darkseid also got foreshadowed a bit in the uh, the Zack Snyder cut. I think that's what it's uh-huh. called. Yes. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. Um, just going back to what you said about Justice League, though, before I give you my predictions, like you can kind of see the difference between when Justice League first came out compared to when Avengers came out, like the audience reactions to the both of those really goes to show which company is doing it proper for, you know, both franchises because Avengers, the reaction to Avengers one was insane. Seeing all these characters come together. It's like never been done before. They, they had a character development between every single one of those characters. Whereas Justice League was just like new characters chucked in, you know, that we haven't really been introduced to yet. So I'm hoping they can redeem this. And my prediction so far is that they're going to do this finally. They're going to get a proper person that really cares about, you know, the character development and, you know, the uh, the future of the DCEU and really ensure that there's character development for every single character, really build up their own origin stories and then make that dark side slash Black Adam kind of the Thanos of the DCEU, which will be quite interesting. It'll be really interesting to see once Discovery get their hands on the property and then they might just say, Zach, you're the guy. We want this to be an alternative to Marvel um, because I guess once Avengers came out and they saw how successful that was, and obviously if you're catering more to a family-friendly audience, you might make more money. But in saying that, there's been movies out there that are rated R that are getting a billion dollars, you know, like Joker and, and you know, like it's exactly. just insane. And I know that Discovery want more Joker films but they don't really work in a in a universe that has all these interacting like they only work yeah. really solo. Um and that's something that we've come to notice though that a lot of solo DC films have done so well like the Dark Knight trilogy, Chef's Kiss, that was amazing. Chris Nolan. Oh, yes. Just beat that out of the park. The Joker Do that again, Fizz man. Do that again so we can see it. Chef's Kiss. <laughs> yes, beautiful. <laughs> so good. Rest in peace, Heath Ledger. You played the Joker beautifully. Oh, my but goodness. But we've yeah. got the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix as well. Beautiful film. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they, they really shine when it comes to their solo films. And that's something they've got to try and incorporate for them to actually work with a team like Justice League build up. That's it. They need a team. They need a coherent group of people working on every single project and making sure this thing is, you know, the ship is going in the right direction. Fizzman, uh, we have, uh, I just missed that message there. Here we go. Little Weird Guy says, I agree with Fizzman. The DC animated movies are superior. Speaking of which, though, I was going to say Fizzman, Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, such a good movie. It was easily, I think it is my favorite DC animated film. It's so good. So then, so why, why can't they just make it live? Like, why can't they just do what they do with the animated movies and make it live action? Or is there something else? So, so first of all, because we're going around this whole thing, Fizzman, predictions that you'd like to see, what do you think they're going to do to help fix this? I feel like, so this is more on the, I feel like Warner Brothers needs to give DC and their directors more creative control. That's sort of the difference between Marvel and DC because they have Kevin Feige and Disney and Marvel Studios are like, you do what you need to do to make this the best film that they can possibly be. Like, they have a lot of faith and that's something that DC and Warner Brothers, like, they don't have, like, it's lacking in that. And you can definitely see in the films and how it's produced and all the controversy behind all of that stuff. I think in order to really reboot the DC universe, they need like something like an end game style event. Like for example, they were going to do a DC crisis on infinite earth. 
That would have been great yes. if they wanted to reboot the DCE universe with like new new actors playing these iconic characters. Like you needed that to be like, okay, whatever you knew about the DC universe is like completely gone because like the world's been erased. So you need you needed something like that to really properly reboot it to actually be like, okay, this is all past. This is the future. And it's sort of what Marvel did with Endgame where it ended phase three and it became to the part of phase four, I guess. Yeah. Or yes. I guess Endgame was part of phase four. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite interesting yeah. that you said that though, because like I was actually on the opposite side of that opinion because I felt like they shouldn't do Crisis on Infinite Arts until they've built up that universe because I feel like that's like the Infinity Saga kind of thing for yes, DC. Yeah. So I was like, but now that you mentioned that, like kind of like erasing what we already know and making that new universe, that also makes sense happening. So that's also a really good observation. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I, I think, and ba building on what you just said as well, Dion, I think what DC really have to do right now is figure out who their core heroes that are going to take us through this next 10 years who who's their iron man who's their captain america who's their thor who's who's going to be the three flagship or the holy trinity maybe it is batman superman and wonder woman taking us through all the whole dc landscape and introducing us to all these characters but they really need to figure out who's the core and where the end game, the end game is, that's the pun, right? But um, but what's the end result? Is it a flashpoint? Is it a crisis on Earth? Like, is it, what is it? Um, comics are notorious all the time for, you know, they do their story arc and then they scrap it all and they go back to the beginning and they restart, like Rebirth with DC. Like, it, they're notorious for doing it and Marvel do it always and DC do it always and they can do it in the movie-verse. But now it's really hard because we've already seen a couple of Batmans. And we've already seen a couple of jokers, and now we're yeah, like, get how much introduced... money are they going to keep throwing away, right? Yeah. Well, it's like we're, we're confusing our audience. And I saw a statistic online saying that with superhero movies, apparently the 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 interest in superhero movies has gone down by thirty percent after Endgame. Endgame fatigued everyone, and Endgame was amazing. Right, but then after Endgame, when you go see the next hero movie, it's like you can't yeah. live up to yeah. it. You and can't. then it's like, where do you go from here? And then I, I just say, not even my friends that like Avengers and watch Avengers religiously and all that, but like other people that don't even follow it religiously, they'll watch it. But when they heard that there's going to be a new Avengers movie, nearly everyone, like at least seven out of ten people, are like, oh, another one, oh, another one, and you're just like. Hell yeah, another one. Like, it's, yeah, like there's, there's different it's, people that can be Avengers, right? But yeah, so it's it's going to be hard for DC because it's a very oversaturated industry already in terms of superhero movies. Um, I don't know how many, like Marvel are pushing out four movies a year. Are DC going to do the same thing? Are they going to try and push out four movies? Or are they going to do one a year or two a year? Like we don't know what the mm. landscape is, but I love DC. I'm always here for DC. Um got got to you know experience a lot of really cool things because of DC and Warner Brothers and I just I they're in a really uh, sticky situation at the moment I know that they'll do the right thing as long as they get the right people involved as well and unfortunately they have to clear some people out to get that going but we'll see um when it comes along we're going to hold it there unless you guys want to add anything to the conversation if you guys are listening to this live on the chat send in your messages right now 
uh, so we can read them out now. Um, Abdullah was saying that his favorite superhero is Superman and also Shazam from DC. Um, Terry, the little weird guy, said, um, makes your heart scream. You said that before, Anthony. I guess that's a Black Canary reference, right? Pun intended. Yeah. Um, Abdullah was saying his favorite superhero uh, from DC female is Supergirl and Batgirl. Um, little weird guy saying he agrees with Fizzman. We read that one before. Uh, Abdullah was saying agrees with Dion and everything that you said. My favorite Flashpoint movie uh, is the best. And then Abdullah also agrees with me. I can't remember what I said, but thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> All right. I'm sure we're going to be talking about DC because it seems like every week there's a new bit of content. And it looks like also after Black Adam is released, that trailer, that, that teaser credit scene is going to really dictate where the DCEU is going as well. We've been talking a lot. We're about at the 55-minute mark. We need to throw it over to uh, Captain Fizzman for the answers to the trivia, to do the quotes. We're going to have a really quick break, and we'll be back with more with Geekazoid. So, Captain Fizzman, the variant, what are the answers to the trivia questions? Take it away. Geekazoid. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, do you think you got them all? You got some of them. Okay, here are your answers. The first quote, I can do this all day, said by Steve Rogers in Captain America The First Avenger, and it has been repeated throughout other films as well, specifically Captain America films, but this was when it was first originally said. Okay, second quote, Star Wars, specifically Revenge of the Sith, by Anakin Skywalker, this is where the fun begins! And then finally, for my Harry Potter fans, I, I have to think of this. If you've been, if you paid attention to like iconic, memorable quotes that have been in BuzzFeed articles and all that stuff, then you should know this. So, there's no need to call me Sir Professor. Do you think you got them all? If you want to see more from me, uh, follow me everywhere at Captain Fisherman. Also follow Kikathoy everywhere. Also, she's be down below. And yes, I'll see you guys next time. Kikazoid. Ah, I didn't get that last one, Professor. Oh, I, I got the, the Marvel one. I got I can do this all day. And, uh, and I also saw there as well that... Uh, I, I put it up before, but it didn't make sense where it came out. There we go. Little weird okay. guy said all day as well. Uh, and then also the Star Wars one. Um, this is where the fun begins. Like it was, it's, a, it's a great line from Anakin there. But the Professor one, I didn't get that. Is that from the movies or, or, the, or the books? Or tell me about the, the Harry Potter one, Fizzman. So that is taken from the books, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. It should have been in the movies. Um, I have a lot of gripes with the way they've done the <laughs> Harry Potter movies. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, they, it it was in the it was in the books, um, but it definitely should have been in the movies, and that's sort of where they've missed the mark, where they haven't shown the sass that is Harry Potter. Well, we appreciate all the trivia questions that you send in every single week. It's I, I love listening to them and, and testing my knowledge as well. Uh, if you guys want to follow Fizzman and more trivia knowledge mm-hmm. and answers and questions, definitely follow him at. Captain Fizzman, and you've also got your own like uh, trivia company as well, which is called yep. Cosquiz as well. So while you're adding Captain Fizzman, definitely check out at Cosquiz. Um, you may have seen him at a couple of cons. You've done a couple of um, 
trivia nights there. And you've also hosted some trivia nights at some pubs and clubs as well. So uh, yeah. hopefully we yeah. can organize, once Geekazoid gets a little bit bigger, we can organize a trivia night. And I keep saying this every single week because it's going to happen. I'm manifesting it. I want to do a Captain Quizman, Trivia, Extravaganza, Quantumania, whatever you want to call it. And everyone at uh, Geekazoid go head to head. And also the people in the chat as well can join in over Kahoot. So um, so that, that will be a lot of fun. We are now an hour into this uh, stream. I always said this was going to be an hour show. So, uh, <laughs> and we're definitely not doing that. But there's just so much news that dropped this week. And we're going to also be talking about the August release dates for a couple of properties, whether it's gaming, TV show, or, or movie related as well. So, um, there's a couple of things that we're going to talk about. And I guess the biggest thing to really, I mean, when this was announced, I know, Fizzman, you were really, really excited about this. Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PC on August 12th. And uh, and I've got a PlayStation, so I've, 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 I played it, loved it. I also played the Miles Morales. Um, I'm currently in the middle of well. it, so no spoilers. <laughs> oh, as in the Spider-Man or the Miles Morales one? The Spider-Man one, yeah, because I've got it on ah. PS5. I've never got around to it yet, but it's so good. Oh, my gosh. It's like it, it, it looks so good because I remastered it on the PS5 as well. And like, yes. I don't know what yes. it is, but it's just it looks so good. Well, they changed some of the art style as well. So uh, Peter Parker doesn't look like what he looked in the original Spider-Man yeah, release. Yeah, some and the fans cool thing, hate that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. what like, like Tom Holland. Yeah, and I think that's why they, they wanted that. him to um, be his own Spider-Man. And to be honest, the suit, when I first saw this announced like ages ago, I wasn't a fan of the suit because I'm like, that doesn't... Like, I've never seen Spider-Man wear that suit. But it makes sense now because when you see that suit, the suit, when you see that suit, you associate it with the Spider-Man playstation game so it makes sense captain fizzman is this a day one purchase for you oh 100 it's already pre-ordered on steam <laughs> love i love that i actually wouldn't mind trying it on pc but I, I i own the playstation 4 version i also own the playstation 5 remastered version is it worth getting another copy to play it on pc i i, I mean look i the first time i ever played it on playstation i may have broken the game because um, I was dressing <laughs> Kingpin and I just managed to get in the wall and defeat Kingpin and just never made it out of there. Um, oh. So I'm excited to just try and get that again. Speaking of Kingpin, uh, we'll save this for next week, but a couple of shots from Echo got released as well and the Kingpin is looking insane but we'll talk about that next week Dion okay um we won't talk about Spider-Man too much because you're saying that you're in the middle of it now uh so if you guys are looking at playing Spider-Man you haven't played it yet definitely check it out on PC when it comes out August 12th the other game that we're talking about we are going to be talking about Saints Row which comes out on August 23rd um this is on a, a lot of platforms this game has got a lot of praise um it's a really interesting game have you guys ever played the Saints Row um, games in the past, Dion, have you played them? I personally, ha- I've heard of it. I personally haven't played them though. Fizzman, how about yourself? Uh, I have played a lot of them. My favorite is Saints Row Four. Um, oh yeah, yes. When you actually get superpowers, <laughs> and you get to you get to defeat aliens. You didn't play that on the Switch Ooh. by chance, because I know that they released the port. I, yeah, um... so I played it on PC, and then I okay. played it on the Switch. Yes, okay. Um, so we just got people chiming in. Uh, Little Weird Guy says it's like Arkham series, but daytime. <laughs> there you oh, go. Interesting. I love the so Arkham series. So. You're like, sold. I'm going to play it. <laughs> uh, Abdullah says, I've already played on the PlayStation and Miles Morales 2. So he's talking about Spider-Man. 
I'm keen for this game. I'm hoping to do something with Geekazoid and this game as well and try and do something with the Geekazoid audience as well. So stay tuned. Uh, if you are looking at playing uh, Saints Row, it comes out August 23rd on PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S. And that's like in a couple of weeks' time, I believe. All right, we're going to throw it over to a uh, TV series now. This came out yesterday. I missed... I haven't watched it yet. It's only Maybe like not. little, it's only little shorts, I believe. It's yeah, sort like, of like four, three to four minute. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, Forky's, you know, Forky learning sort of stuff. But I guess it's like fun, cute little Groot animation. Fizzman, have you catched it yet? Thoughts about this? I have not caught it yet, but I am very excited because Baby Groot is definitely a fan favorite character. So it's uh, really interesting to see him get his own series. It'd be really cute to see him, and I guess this version of Groot sold so much merchandise, and I can understand why uh, Disney Plus have gone, let's get that money. Let's get that money, y'all. Did you see that at um, Disneyland, and obviously they got like the Marvel-themed area, but they were the animatronics were working on like a miniature Groot to walk around the park and like, you know, blinking, Aww. moving, and all this sort of stuff. It's incredible. I don't know if they've actually finished it off yet, but they're showing off like some like production like videos of how it works and all that so um dion is this something that you're gonna watch it sounds like some, it's something you can watch 100 like I, I mean i'm a, a bit biased i watch everything marvel related so yeah I, i'm definitely gonna get around to it probably tonight it's about i think four <clears> to five episodes they're three minutes each <clears> gotta <throat> love baby guru i feel like marvel does so good with their mascots for you know merchant merchandising as you said that they're really good at promoting anything marvel related by making those mascots you know baby Groot. Uh, there's been so many mascots o- over the past couple of movies. So, you know, this is definitely something to keep us going until the next project comes out. We- we've just been jam-packed this year, by the way. And I just say with Marvel content, you know, we're, not- we're never having a blank space of no Marvel content. There's always something that we get received by Disney. We're blessed this year. We're very blessed. And I guess if they're hiking up the price as well, I guess extra content is better than not so much content, right? All right. Absolutely. <laughs> I Am Groot is out now on Disney Plus, so check out the shorts. And it sounds like the guys in the chat have definitely checked it out, and they said it's very, very cute and very, very short as well. <laughs> um, something that I'm really interested in is the Sandman, and this is on Netflix currently. And I am really excited to see this because um, there's one of my favorite actors is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and he was attached to this project a long time ago, uh, but it was meant to be a movie. But now it's a series, so that maybe is why Joseph Gordon dropped out of it. Maybe. I'm not too sure. But this series looks unreal. Um, The Sandman. Have you guys... Like, I don't know too much about The Sandman. The only reason why I was really interested in it was because of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Dion, is this something that you've heard of before? Something that is intriguing? The art style looks really, really cool. It's given me Constantino vibes. I mm. definitely haven't heard of it before, but I saw a video recently of someone cosplaying as Sandman at some convention, and it had some kind of like medieval mask on, and I was like, "Oh, what's going on there?" That definitely in- like made me interested to search it up and see what it's about. But it definitely looks interesting to me. I don't know much about it, but it's something I'm definitely going to look into. Okay, it's the the tagline there is "Enter the Kingdom of Dreams." Fizzman, interested in this one, or is this a is this a pass for you? Yeah. I think the Sandman might be related to DC because Jenna yes. Coleman is playing a female version of John Constantine. Really? Oh, there we go. Yeah. So that's is... why I like it. It's very, 
connected to DC, and I yes. think it's something new that DC is trying out, and I'm excited. I uh, I do like the whole element of dreams and mm-hmm. all that stuff, so I'm definitely interested to check it out. Uh, probably we'll check it out tonight, maybe. Yeah, before yeah. you fall asleep and dream, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this will be the much. Sandman <laughs> to put you to sleep, I would imagine. Uh, we got Abdullah ch- chiming in. He says, Sandman was okay. I haven't continued watching episode. Um, I'm going to check it out. Looks really, really cool. It is a DC property, um, but yeah, the female Constantine. That's that's really um, that's really really interesting. We're going to push it over. Oh, by the way, um, Sandman is already out now, so you can start streaming the whole season right now on Netflix. Something that's not out just yet. Uh, she Hulk comes out August 18th, and Disney and Disney Plus are really dropping a lot of um, footage to really promote and advertise this. This looks like it's going to be a comedy. Um, and I know that there's been mixed feelings about this online. Dion, have you seen the mixed feelings? And let me know what your feelings are towards this. I definitely have, by the way. Yeah, um, a lot of fans are kind of disappointed that they're kind of... Marvel's kind of really drifting away from the Hulk that we love and know, which is that aggressive, you know, that brute strength Hulk. And they're going towards that Professor Hulk type Hulk now. But who knows? Maybe we, we might see more action from Professor Hulk in this series. And him being a bit of a mentor to uh, the She-Hulk character. But definitely fans, what I've seen a lot is um, a lot of mixed reviews about how Hulk isn't that Hulk, that angry, like, monster that we know in Marvel anymore. The one that we saw in The Incredible Hulk of it versus yes, the Abomination, the right? I've seen the memes where they're like, you know, the his thunderclap that he does, and they've compared yeah. it to the one that we see in the She-Hulk trailers. So um, I get it, but... Yeah, I get it. But this looks interesting. This, If this is a comedy, like we haven't really seen a comedy from the Marvel Studios um, Disney Plus original series yet. So, sure, let's go. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm to watch it. Attorney at Law could be really funny. Maybe they're trying to solve some crimes or something like that. Who knows? Um, could be cool. Do we get a cameo from Deadpool? Deadpool. Daredevil, Daredevil is yep. what I'm trying to say, uh, which is cool. So, it's going to be interesting to see how they involve all those characters and those um what do they call them the street level heroes uh who knows we might get a cameo from from, yes and we might get a cameo from spider-man or we might get introduced to in a disney plus series wise uh jessica jones uh iron fist or you know they could bring back all those characters as well captain fizzman she hulk are you a fan uh i am not as familiar with she hulk but I do something that Marvel does really well and it's like making us think something is going to be one thing and it turns out to be something different. So like those clips they showed us, could it be like part of like certain scenes? Like for example, with WandaVision, we thought it would just be like this whole sitcom, like Wanda going through all these sitcoms, but it turned out to be much more than that. And I feel like that's what they're going to do with She-Hulk where I feel like they're going to do like a really good combination of, the Hulk that we all know and love, but then into like it's sort of very similar to the Hawkeye series with mm. uh Kate Bishop and Hawkeye. Yes. So it's more like that mentor 
protege thing. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. I guess she's got to get used to being I a Hulk, that. right, and how to control it. Uh, little weird guy says would be interesting if they will let She-Hulk break the fourth wall. I think she does. I think there's been a couple of um, stills or even like in the trailer where she's looking directly down the barrel of the camera. So um, that would be really, really cool. Uh, food for thought as well. She-Hulk with Happy Hogan Lawyer. That's actually interesting. Um yeah, Matt Murdock needs uh, tells him he needs a good lawyer from far from home. Yes, that's right. Who knows what could happen? And sorry, when you said Happy um, Hogan, I was thinking of the Happy Hogan that was in. Um, where, where did we see Happy Hogan in? Was he in the first, the very first? Um, he was in Iron Man. We're talking about um, we're talking about John, John Favreau's. Favreau. Yeah, John Happy, Favreau. Yeah. See, I always get confused with John Favreau in. Iron Man, and then also John Favreau. He was also in um, Ben Affleck's Daredevil, and he played um, right. His office. Yeah, so I always get confused with with yeah. that. So anyway, that is interesting. She Hulk comes out on uh, August eighteenth. Uh, also Foggy. in the com- that's who we played. Doggy, Keep there you go. Foggy, 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 Nelson. Foggy, Foggy Nelson. Sorry, Foggy, you're absolutely yeah. right. Um, we are going to jump over to the movie talk now, but uh, Abdullah says Dragon Ball Super Superheroes is out in cinemas the same day as She-Hulk. I totally forgot about that, and I'm definitely going to go check that out because I love Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, whatever Dragon Ball it is, I'm here for it. Uh, speaking of movies, nope. They had the uh, the Sydney screening on uh, was Sydney Advanced Screening Premiere, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they had that on Tuesday. They had the Melbourne and the Brisbane one yesterday. I didn't get to go because uh, I had to work that night, unfortunately. But uh, Jordan Peele, massive fan of Get Out, massive fan of Us. And I'm really, really excited to see Nope. I normally try and avoid reviews as much as possible. But on my feed this morning, this movie was getting some tremendous glow feedback. A lot of people are excited about this film. Fizzman, is Nope a yep? Or is it a nope for you? I know you haven't seen uh, it yet, but is this something that you're interested in seeing? Unfortunately, with the genre that it is, uh, it is going to be a nope. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just because... Uh, it's horror. horror. I know you're not a fan yeah, of horror. horror. Yeah. Not, like uh, The only horror film that I can kind of tolerate is the Scream films, and that's it. Scream's goaded, sir. So I respect that. Yeah. What about you, Dion? Are you a fan? Uh, I'm definitely a fan. I love Jordan Peele, uh, Peele's work. You know, Get Out was was amazing. Uh, what was the other one with the, the scissors? Us. 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 That one was really good as well. So it's great that they've got him as a leading character again. I, I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, but Jordan Peele's got him as the leading actor again for this movie. This looks really good. I saw the trailer uh, in cinemas recently. So I'm definitely keen to see this. I'm a huge fan of horror movies. So this is just going to be really interesting for me. Oh, I'm excited for it as well. And you just reminded me of us. I did a promo for it a while ago and look what I have in my in my office. One second. Oh <laughs> Love that. So scary. Yeah. They they printed off these and then I've still got them lying around and when, when my niece comes around, she runs around like this. <laughs> So weird. I don't know why I still have that. It, it freaks out. But Fizzman, you should really actually watch this movie. Watch Get Out. It's not a horror. Like there's no like slasher and or anything like that. It's not like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or it's Halloween. Like a kind of. It's a thriller. It's a psychological thriller. It is so well written. And then you watch the movie, you realize what happens at the end. And then when you watch it again, you discover so many details to the movie. You're like, 
oh my goodness, this guy, Jordan Peele, is a genius. He is insane. Like, yeah, if you guys is know it, what I'm talking about. Is yeah. it on the same level as Tenet, where, like, when you go back and rewatch it, you pick up on different things? It It is. It's a little bit more obvious the second time around because of... Because when you're watching the film, you're just like, okay, this is going to be a horror film. Where's the horror? But there's not really... Like, there are some jump scenes, right? Because that's what, like, you know, all great horrors got to have those jump scenes. But, um, but when you realize what is happening in the movie, then when you watch it again, you're just like, wow. Um, yeah, really, really interesting. I cannot wait for Nope. Nope is a yep for me. I cannot wait to see it. I'm, I, I think I'm going to go see this one in the cinemas. I'm not going to wait for streaming servers or for it to 100%. drop digitally. This, this is cinema worthy right here. Jordan Peele's yeah. movies never fail to deliver. It, it, it feels like it involves aliens. No just, just going based, just going based on the feel of the movie poster and yeah, looking the, up into the, the sky. Stuff, yeah, the stuff yeah. that they had at the premiere as well, very spacey. Well, galaxy, apparently something space. fell from the sky, and they're trying to figure out what it was, and then from there it 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 goes from there. So I haven't really looked into too much of what the movie is about because I love to be surprised. Um, I find that I enjoy movies so much more when I when I go in with not knowing as much. Moving on, pray. Uh, Prey is out now. I believe it is on Disney Plus as well. Um, this has been getting some incredible reviews. Apparently, people are saying this is the this is part of the Predator series. And I didn't make the connection of Prey and Predator before until um, I started okay. seeing people talking about it online. But they are saying that Prey is the best Predator movie in the franchise, with pr- the very first Predator movie coming in second. Wow, I actually okay. haven't seen Predator. Um, here we go. Prey is good. Abdullah is saying. I haven't never. I've never really watched the the Predator series. Um, I think there was like a a rehash of it a couple of years ago. There was like a remake, and there was like a robot Predator suit. I saw that one. Um, apparently, Prey is meant to be unreal, and it's and it's meant to be really different and authentic. Captain Fizzman, are you interested in this one? I mean, it's on Disney Plus. You know, watch it before they hike the price up, dude. <laughs> the only thing I'm interested in Prey is about the dog scenes. That's 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 really all I care about with the, with Prey. The the what scene? Sorry, dog scenes. Apparently, there's a lot of scenes involving dogs in the in the film. Oh, oh didn't know that. Dion, what about you, buddy? Have you have you seen this yet? Or you, I haven't seen any of the Predator films, but I watched bits and pieces of I think Alien vs Predator as a kid with my dad. So yep. like. This is definitely something that looks interesting. You've already said it's got great reviews, and I feel like I'm just gonna uh, jump on the bandwagon for that and just hope, hopefully, like it myself. Because you know, ninety percent of the time when a movie has good reviews, you, you're gonna like it. And it's always the other way around where it's like the bad reviews kind of influence your your opinion Decision. on it. But yes. exactly, yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's gonna be definitely a good watch. Little weird guy. Yes, Prey is good. Nice callback to one of the lines from the original Predator. Um, <laughs> if it bleeds. We can kill it. <laughs> I wish I knew that line, but I, I, I'm sure I've heard that before, but I can't remember the scene or the movie or who says it, to be quite honest. So that might be blasphemy, but um, I'll get to it. I'm trying to catch up on some classic movies, trust me. Uh, Praise out now on Disney Plus if you want to stream it. And um, we've got one more movie to talk about. Not so popular as the last two films because there's not really a lot of movies dropping this month. I mean, Bullet Train, but we talked about Bullet Train last week. Um, so yeah, definitely check out Bullet Train as well. Um, but if you've got Netflix, it's already out. The Rise of 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. So if you're looking for a great animated movie, here's when you're all about the animated movies. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I, look, I don't think you guys are going to be down for this one. I love Ninja Turtles. It'd be cool just to see the art style. It might be just a good movie to have in the background and just enjoy it. But um, did you guys grow up enjoying the Ninja Turtles at all? Fizzman, did you, have you ever watched any of the original uh, 80s, 90s movies or even just the animated version uh i did dabble in a bit in the 90s movie where it's like very much live action uh i'm i'm more familiar with the animated ones um like the cartoons um yeah but i did watch the reboot when it came out um in cinemas and that was pretty fun awesome oh yeah like yeah the live action ones i guess dion how about yourself teenage mutant ninja turtle fan i wouldn't consider myself a fan i did grow up a bit uh watching uh TMNT here and there. I remember watching the movie that came out in 2008. It was like an animated style movie. That was pretty cool. I think I really enjoyed that one. Uh, that movie definitely is probably my favorite work that I've seen for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was like an animated style uh, TMNT movie in 2008. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I definitely remember that movie. Um, that was cool as well. It was like a CGI sort of animated film, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, look, I'm going to check it out because I just love cartoons. I love animation and I'm going to check it out just to see what it's about. It could be some quirky moments in it for sure. Uh, and I know that uh, Little Weird Guy said that there's another TMNT movie in the works as well. And I believe, yes, thank you, um, Mutant Mayhem. I was trying to pull it up on my phone here before. Apparently, um, Seth Rogen and his team are... are writing the script for this movie. So that's going to be interesting. It looks like it's going to be funny. Uh, it's going to be a different take on the the turtles as we know it. Uh, Abdullah saying, I just watched it. Fun movie and funny. I'm a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was a kid in childhood. Guys, that is going to wrap it. Uh, if we've missed anything at all in regards to drops this week or this this month, um, we're going to try and do this every single month just to give you guys the heads up on what to prepare for for the month uh, in terms of movies, gaming, and also TV series or streaming or anything else that we, that tickles our fancy. Is there anything else that you guys want to chime in in regards to maybe something I've missed that is dropping this month? Can you think of anything at all? Uh, I mean, the the only thing we recently got actual like footy, uh, news shots from the screen film that's coming out next year. Ah, um, oh, yes, you and mentioned I, that I before. So, I'm so excited for that because it's not in Woodsboro. It's now in New York, and it just, it, it's just it's going to be a different feel to how it is. And also, Kirby, Hayden Penitent is returning oh. for it, and I'm so excited. I absolutely loved her in Springfield, so I'm so excited. It is a shame that Sydney is not going to be in it because... Oh, um, really? Yeah, Nev, Nev Campbell. Uh, they didn't want to. They didn't want to pay her fairly, so she left the film. <laughs> really? Well, that's going to be uh, quite interesting. It's going to be interesting. Like, yeah, it's going to be five very as a main character so. her. Because, like, we've yeah. already. Uh, I'm like spoilers if you haven't seen it, but we've kind of already lost one of the main characters yeah. who we were very accustomed to. Spoiler, spoiler! I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Don't oh. don't spoil it yet. I'm don't, not. That's why. That's why. That's why I didn't me. say. That's why I didn't say who it was. Um, yeah, but we do we have. Like, I was hoping for more of um, these certain characters, but unfortunately, with the way the industry is, um, like, good on good on Nev Campbell for leaving because of the unfair pay. 
I would have loved to see her as Sydney back in Scream 6, but I'm excited for what they deliver. Awesome. Look, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it in the trending topics next week. I I would have loved to have included it. Maybe we've got to cut out one of these categories so we can just talk more about trending topics and then we just focus on one thing. But we're evolving here at Geekazoid and we want to hear your feedback as well. Uh, definitely follow us on all our socials. We are across everything now. Uh, we're on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. And you can stream it on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter as well for some reason. And we're working on the Twitch account as well. Um, but wherever you guys want to consume it, we appreciate the support. We appreciate um, little weird guy and Abdullah for chiming in and joining the conversation. We love interacting with you guys. And I hope you feel the same way as well. Uh, Fizzman. They want to follow you, and I'm sure these two guys are definitely following you, but just in case for people listening via Apple Podcasts, we're there now, and we're also on Spotify as well, just in case you are a little bit bored in your commute to work and you want to listen to some geeky knowledge, definitely chime in. But uh, Fizzman, for the people listening at home, on the train, in the car, wherever, going for their run, where can they follow you on your socials? They can follow me everywhere at Captain Fizzman. If you want to see my beautiful face, you can catch up on Beauty and the Geek. Uh, this is not a promo uh, for it, but uh, <laughs> if you do want to see it, uh, it is available to watch all episodes. And um, yeah. Yeah, on Nine Now, definitely check it out. And Dion, where can we follow you, buddy? So you guys can follow me on TikTok. Uh, my username is King. Two Z's world, and then on Instagram, it's just King with two I's and then one Z world because there's a bit of a username mix up, which I mention every time. But thank you guys so much for watching. We just love updating you guys on the latest news in pop culture today. We've got a lot more things that we're going to be telling you guys next week. Uh, you can follow us here on, on Geek as well. We've got all our socials down below, as Jay just listed. And every week, we're just grateful for you guys tuning in and just listening to us and getting updated about everything we've got to tell you guys. So thanks so much. He's a champ, isn't he? he? I don't have to say anything now because he's done it all, which is awesome. No, I appreciate it. And uh, and just in case you're wondering my voice, J-Rod, I said it at the beginning, but if you guys want to follow me on my socials, at J-Rod underscore HD. Uh, we're trying to get and stay on top of everything in pop culture. We're going to some events, whether it's in Melbourne or here in Sydney. Uh, we're trying to interact and, and, and get some brands involved as well so we can do some giveaways because we, we love the community here at Geekazoid and we want to give back to you guys as well. So definitely stay tuned. We're going to be launching this thing properly in the next couple of weeks. Big thank you to Captain Fizzman for uh, joining us in the uh, the guest co-host seat. Did you have fun? I had so much fun. I would love to come back. Dion, he did pretty good for his first he time. Did. Hey, He did amazing. Yeah, he fit right in. So good job, Captain you- Fizzman. You really... Stole Taylor's spot today. She's got to redeem that spot next week, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I, I thought, uh, Fizzman, you did a really, really good job and very knowledgeable. So I hope the people over at Digital Fox listening to this uh, give you some really good feedback. I would love to have you on any time at all. And we do also appreciate all the trivia knowledge that you, you drop on us every single week. Boys, we better wrap it there because it is about to go an hour 30. It's about to it go 19 minutes. for the. It is dinner time. My stomach's grumbling. And guys, thank you for mu- so much for tuning in. We're going to be here every single week at this time. 7 o'clock, we appreciate it. Tell your friends, tell your loved ones, tell whoever you need to tell Geekazoid wants you to join the fam. Bam. Guys, let's say a goodbye to everyone. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us. And until next time... Until next time. I've got to figure out a really good tagline for that last bit. But um, thank you so much. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you guys. Until, Bye. Thanks, Until boys. next time, keep kicking uh, out. Keep.
pay this man. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>